Hello everyone, and we are back from a summer vacation with Crazy Talk in the 76067. I'm Eric Douglas here. I'm Adam Hull. And we are here to bring you current events, happenings downtown, and a nice little interview to wrap it all up with a bow and a tie. Exactly. We have an interview coming up later with a special events coordinator for NSC Properties, Miss Cody Jordan. She's going to tell us a little bit about the murals project and a little bit about what's going on down at the market and a few other things just happening in the downtown area uh, upcoming this fall and everything. So we're excited about that. Um, But a lot of things have happened since the last time we had a podcast. Uh, Most notably, um, if you've been living under a rock, perhaps you haven't heard, but pigs are flying in Mineral Wells, Texas. Um, (laughs) We just got an announcement on June 20th on the steps of the Baker Hotel from the development team that's been actively working on this for the last decade or so that Baker Construction has officially begun. They put the uh, construction fence up as of now. It is completed, and they are are working as of today uh, right across the street here from the church um, to get some more things in place to start that abatement process demolition process and uh, then they are going to plan to have the Baker Hotel open and active by 2022 oh, you are, you are hearing me right folks this thing that so many of us thought would never happen is already in motion and it's going to be real interesting to see especially from our perspective here at the church what happens with that project in the next couple of years and i think it's really interesting because we share property lines with the baker property we're the only thing dividing that property line actually is the street and so we we get a front row seat to see what happens actually to the building and everything that's going on in fact, they've had to use some of our property for the construction process itself. So it'll be a really interesting next uh, three or four years as they move through construction and then on to opening up and operations. So it's an exciting time here, exciting time for us being so close to them, exciting time just to be in Mineral Wells and see everything happen and everything come back to life. With that, though, we have a whole lot of other stuff that happened this summer, too. Uh, definitely a lot of things going on now. Uh, things have just kind of... Uh started coming more to life it seems to be in the downtown area um some events that we have going on on an almost weekly basis are 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 really exciting we've got a lot of live music venues now a lot of patios in the mineral wells area that are just uh full of exciting things happening almost any night of the week on on monday nights for example we have open mic night at coffee and cocktails downtown mineral wells that goes on from 7 to 10 p.m so if you're interested in going and performing or perhaps just being in the audience um, we invite you to be a part of that wonderful gathering of local musicians uh, at coffee and cocktails every Monday night from 7 to 10. And then speaking of live music going on at places, there's live music on Thursdays and I believe Fridays and Saturdays, some Saturdays, at Taqueria La Australia, which is now located by the Brazos Cinema. I hope I'm calling it the Brazos Cinema. That's what it used to be called. Maybe Over it's by called, the movie alley, right? Over by the movie thing, okay? I'm, so, so movie. I mean bowling alley. Movie. Well, we could call it the movie alley. That might be a cool way to call it right there. So over there by the bowling alley, by the movie theater, there is Taqueria La Australia now and they have a patio they just opened a few months ago and they've got live music there on various nights throughout the week and the weekend. Uh, Speaking of live music, uh, there's also two great venues that uh, are downtown Mineral Wells. Of course, Coffee and Cocktails, their patio has live music every Friday and Saturday and even some weeknights. I saw some people down there last night and it was uh, in the middle of the week. It was real interesting to see. And then, of course, also at Hole in the Wall in Beer Beer Garden, uh, there is going to be live music every Friday and Saturday as there as well. So lots of opportunities uh, to hear live music, lots of opportunities every once in a while even to hear me play. I'll be out at some of those venues coming up in the next couple of months, and I look forward to getting back out there in my hometown and entertaining the masses, or at least the three people that show up to hear me. So Well, I mean, it, it goes a long way to say that when folks are saying there's nothing to do in town, there's quite a few things to do in town. Quite a few things. And if live music isn't your thing, also they have going on at Coffee and Cocktails and sometimes at the Hole in the Wall Grill and Beer Garden, they have uh, trivia on the town uh, sporadically. Uh, I don't, I didn't see any dates when I was looking for this particular show um, of any 
trivia on the town coming up, but I'm sure we'll hear about those. And you can stay tuned to several local sources. And we'll try to be one of those sources as well on Crazy Talk in the 76067 on Facebook and let you know about those trivia nights. Uh, and there's bingo at Coffee and Cocktails every Thursday night. I was just out there after Taste of Palapeno, and there was quite the crowd for bingo on Thursday nights at Coffee and Cocktails. So, Wow. Um, I know we have some other things coming up, not just summer related, but we're at that point. It's the last day of July, and we're coming into the home stretch right before school starts. Dun, dun, dun. All the teachers and all the children cried somewhere. <laughs> all the parents rejoiced greatly. Even, even though I'm, I'm, I'm not currently teaching, I still have that... that anxiety that that takes me over first part of August and, and just rolling into the school year and it's just kind of exciting and and also um, uh, disconcerting to a little bit just because of the fact that you know that summer is almost over and there's something just kind of wistful and sad about that I well know. I made the mistake this summer while we were taking a break from the podcast of in one of the sermons of the church you know, I talked about right around the 4th of July. Well, this is a halfway point before school starts again. Just think, you're halfway done with your summer. And I looked back, there's a corner in the sanctuary where a bunch of, like, school administrators and teachers and stuff sit. And the looks they shot me from the back of the room. Yeah. That was I a can, mistake. I can imagine for sure. But if you are ready for back to school, then you should join everybody at the Mineral Wells and Palapendo County Back to School Fair brought to you by First Baptist Church, Southwire, and a few other community partners on August 10th from 8 to 11 at the Mineral Wells High School. That's going to include access to school supplies, vision screenings, sports physicals, snow cones, and even JJ the Clown will be there. So. And one of the things that they've said and some of the stuff they've pushed out in other media outlets is you know, to get the school supplies they're handing out, the student has to be there. So you can't go and pick up 20 sacks of school supplies for people. Those people actually have to physically show up to get it. Must be present to get your supplies. Okay, good to know, good to know. The other thing is, along with school coming back, Bennett's downtown is offering huge discounts for teachers. Uh, just reminding everyone, the first day of school is actually for Mineral Wells, August 15th. So if you're shopping for those last-minute things or you have that teacher in your life that you need to get something special for, and by special I mean supplies for their classroom this time of year, um, you can always stop down by Bennett's. They'd love to help you out with that. Definitely, definitely. And moving right along to other things going on in the surrounding area and in the community here directly. Um, coming up on September 7th uh, by Hell's Gate out at PK, there's going to be an underwater cleanup. Uh, brought to you by the Inland Divers Association. So if you're into scuba and diving and cleaning things up, this would be a great <laughs> opportunity to knock out all three right here with uh, this wonderful uh, underwater cleanup. Uh, I was looking at a picture just the other day of Hell's Gate, what it looked like before the water was actually there. It's really interesting to take in those pictures and see uh, what it was before it was Possum Kingdom Lake. A lot of people forget that that's a man-made lake, and it's it's quite. And I, I wonder how lake. much of that stuff in that picture is still down there. I wonder how many of those trees might be left. I'm, I'm sure there's some boaters out there that could let us know. <laughs> so uh, lots of things out there, but uh, they're going to clean that up on September 7th, starting at 8 a.m. Uh, once again, brought to you by the Inland Divers Association. And speaking of outdoorsy kind of activities, you know the state park has several amazing things going on this fall. Um, they're currently taking camping reservations for fall camping, so you can always find that online uh, through the state's portal there uh, for their state parks. Also, they have stargazing on Saturday, August 3rd at 9 p.m., so if you've ever wanted to go somewhere, borrow a telescope, use someone else's, or just show up and use one of the ones that are set up, come out and look at the stars and see them up close. Also, they have night hikes on Saturday, August 10th at 9 p.m., so that's another thing that has always seemed kind of strange to me. You know, most of the state parks, they shoot you out by the time the sun goes down, but they'll actually take you on a guided hike at night, and you'll get to see kind of a side of the park that you don't normally see because you don't get to see all the animals out moving usually when you're out there because they're all staying away from you. But if you go out there at night, you'll see 
just the whole th- place come alive pretty much. See and hear. In fact, that brings me to the next uh, week's events out there at the state park. Uh, the following Saturday, after the night hike, they're going to have night sounds on Saturday, August 17th at 8.30 p.m. So that'll be neat to see and, and more importantly, perhaps hear all the sounds going on out there at the state park. Uh, speaking of creatures, uh, snakes, friend or foe, is going to be happening the following Saturday on August 24th at 7.30 p.m. And then wrapping things up for the month, Cowboy Campfire on Saturday, August 31st at 8 p.m. So lots of exciting events every weekend going on at the state park here in Mineral Wells, Texas. And I, I think we forget oftentimes how fortunate we are to have that state park. they got a lot of stuff out there that's unique just to us. You know, it's one of the only rock climbing venues in North Texas. I've definitely been guilty of taking it for granted, uh, having lived here all my life. And every once in a while, I have to just slap myself and remind myself that uh, we have this great awesome nature uh, preserve out here on on the far end of town and it's great to go out there and you can easily uh, you know forget where you are and 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 feel like you're in another part almost of of the state or maybe even the country with some of the rock climbing and and events and things they have going on out there so definitely be a part of those events on the weekends check things out uh, go out there and and put put in some some physical activity do some hiking it's good for you it's good for you there'll be a mineral wells health and wellness fair saturday september 21st it's going to be hosted at the women's club so the old post office over there uh, it's going to have yoga, uh, local organic farms, and holistic healing. I'm not sure what any of that is. <laughs> you have it, to go and find out. I, I'm going to have to go and find out there on September 21st, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Women's Club. Uh, also looking forward uh, to some upcoming kind of longer range events we have going on. Um, we have Mineral Wells Idol, which in a later episode we'll be talking about. September 20th. October 28th or September 28th. September 28th. September 28th at 6 p.m. at Coffee and Cocktails. So it's a little bit different. This is the major fundraiser for Backpack Buddies, which is a, a local nonprofit mission effort to kind of send kids home every week with food to get through the weekend till they can get back to school. And it's always been hosted at the Country Club, and before that it was hosted here at the church parking lot. Uh, and this year we're changing it up a little. They're going to be actually outside behind coffee and cocktails in the parking lot there. There's going to be food trucks. There'll be live music. Coffee and cocktails is going to stay open for and the event. it's free. It's and, free. And there's no admission charge now. It's all free. So come on out. Here's some good music. Uh, vote with your dollar bills, letting each person know how much you think of them by putting money in their jar and at the end of the night we'll crown a new mineral wells idol on september 28th at 6 p.m at coffee and cocktails and then a few weekends after that of course we have the annual crazy water festival uh second weekend in october i want to say this year might be the is it the 40th uh or yes 40th okay 40th anniversary of that festival so if you haven't been a part of that or it's been a long time since you've been a part of that i highly encourage you uh the last few years there's been a, a revitalization of that festival and some really neat new things that have have become new traditions uh, such as the street art, um, some of the music, some of the um, food and drinks they have at this event are are very unique uh, to the Crazy Water Festival and we encourage you to mosey on down to the Famous Water Company and the surrounding area and be a part of that event as well. And the same weekend as that event will be the uh, 2019 Mineral Wells Regional Airport Fall Extravaganza. There'll be free C-47 rides military vehicle swap meet and a whole bunch of just stuff going on out there at the airport um i don't know about you but i i could pass on the free airplane rides i just hate it it's just not something you're into and i don't i'm not too big a fan of those little planes myself but some people love it and if that's one of the thrill-seeking things that you are uh, looking for then i suggest going out there and being a part of that that's going on i believe that saturday and sunday they're doing that airport fall extravaganza and it is free so uh, be a part of that check that out um, and yeah and then one one last event we have going on out at Clark Gardens is the model train show uh, going on August 31st through September 1st and they've just built some new bridges for those trains uh, if you've never seen that or been a part of that these are larger than your typical model trains um, but they're very detailed and there's a lot of people that work very hard to bring that train show to life and it's something unique that you can see right here on the edge of mineral wells so 
Very so exciting. yeah, that's a model train show. I didn't even know that happened every year, yeah. but it does. It's pretty neat, pretty neat stuff. So uh, with all that being said, without any further ado, I want to take you to our interview with Miss Cody Jordan. Thank you so much. Hey there, everybody. We are here with special events coordinator for NSC Properties, Miss Cody Jordan. Welcome, Cody. Glad to have you here today. We're going to talk about a lot of things going on downtown, including the mural project that's been going on for the last several months. And we're anxious to hear from somebody who's who's kind of one of the integral forces behind that and find out some more details about what is upcoming with that particular project. So we're looking forward to that. And we're going to talk about a few of the buildings downtown, um, lots of information about the happenings, things going on, things coming up, things to look forward to in the community. So we're really excited. So without any further ado, I'm going to let Eric take things and we're going to start our interview here with Miss Cody Jordan. Hey Cody, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Oh, it's just another day in paradise. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just I'm wondering as we begin, how long have you been part of the Mineral Wells community out here? I have lived in Mineral Wells my since I was hmm, three years old, and my husband and I moved away for a short time when he was in the military, mm -hmm. and then we moved back and created our home here. So only about 20 years you've lived here. No, <laughs> a lot longer than that. I'm not going to tell you my age, but a long time. <laughs> Um, and as you, having been in the community that long, I'm sure you've seen kind of the ups and the downs, the ebbs and the flows in the community. Um, you know, what's kind of different about this time? You know, every community has their little spurts of growth and then kind of that growth falls away and it dies back down a little bit. What's different about what's happening in the community now versus all the other times people tried to start something? I think what is exciting for me and looking into everything is that um, people of all ages have this energy about them and they're excited about the growth and seeing what's happening downtown and they want to be involved. We've got people for all the way from, you know, 10 years old to in their 80s wanting to be involved in the growth that's happening downtown and um or and not even downtown in our city as a whole and with the crazy water hotel and with the baker hotel it's just a it's just has just uncovered just hope for the whole community that that all these dreams that we've had through the years are finally coming to reality and i think everybody wants to be a part of it well, I think that's, that's, a, that's exactly kind of what I've noticed as a lifelong resident as well. You know, this is the first time um, that I've seen this level of enthusiasm going on in, in all ages uh, across the board, uh, all parts of the community. Like you said, not just downtown, but other areas as well. And so it's, it's definitely exciting and it's real easy to get caught up in the excitement as well. And, and people are always looking for ways to get involved and to um, be a part of the change that's going on. And I know that uh, the mural project in particular, we'll get to it more as we go along, but they're always looking for volunteers to help with that particular project as far as doing some of the base painting and, and stuff on the buildings and uh, getting things prepped for the artists uh, that are doing that. Uh, who, who do we contact? Do we contact you or how do we, how do we get involved with that particular uh, mission here in Mineral Wells? You can absolutely contact me. You can go on the murals at 76067, which is on Facebook. You can also contact the Chamber of Commerce and talk to Rose Jordan, and she can put you in contact with me or um, Kelsey Baker. We um, are instrumental in getting things going. Um, I uh, work really hard with uh, the artists and with the businesses and with uh, not only the businesses but the building owners to come up with a plan for each building and then you know we definitely need people to help us prep buildings we need supplies donations whatever anybody has we are able we we can utilize all of it and um, you know what for instance one mural if it, we have to we have to pressure wash every building mm -hmm. we have to if it has paint that's chipping we have to get all of that off we have to get it completely ready so that um, when the muralist comes in they're able to start their paint and we, we want it to last for a long time so we have to go through all these steps and this process to get it ready so that the mural will last and it won't just fade after a year or peel off again after mm -hmm. a year. So this is a huge process and we definitely need as many people involved as possible. 
And we want it to be a community-wide um, effort as well. So. It's a nice way to be able to, to drive through the streets. You know, you bring in, uh, you know, family maybe at certain parts of the year around the holidays or something, and they're coming to visit you here in Mineral Wells. You can drive down the road and literally look at something and say, I had a hand in that. And that's a good thing, just a positive, uh, you know, just building a community here in Mineral Wells, uh, you know, on top of the already great community that we have, it's just strengthening that, I feel like. So it's, well, it's a great project. And I think that ownership people experience when they do something like that is, is so much more powerful than just saying, well, you know, we got city council to bring someone in to change things. Well, that's, that can be exciting, but if instead of that story, part of the story is I literally picked up, you know, the pressure washer, I picked up the paintbrush, you know, I spent my Saturday afternoon doing that. You know, that's, that's just a lot more powerful for people, I think. And that was definitely the goal um, in the beginning when we started this project in October. Um, we had started talking about it in March, several, and just had, in conversation with many people. But and then in October, when it really took off, um, our goal was to get as many people involved of all ages, even if it's for an hour. I mean, we can, again, an hour goes a long way in this in this task, but um, we wanted as many people to feel like they definitely contribute a piece mm -hmm. of it. Um, and we wanted all ages because sometimes we forget that our youth that they do want to be a part of this revitalization. And we felt like this mural project would allow them to uh, connect with it on a level that art, because art speaks to everyone. It speaks yeah. to the young, it speaks to the old, it speaks to all of us. And, and we felt like it would be a way for it to speak to the youth and to speak to, you know, someone who is elderly. and and. It is definitely done. That is allowed children. We are. That's a big thing. When we choose artists, we that's we tell them, we want you to include as many people as possible. When you see, if you see somebody walking down the street and they want to help you paint, we want them to help you if they want to. We want you to show them what to do. Find something small for them to do, even if it's just filling in color or whatever. And the artists have been so gracious and have allowed anyone to help them with throughout this task and and um, we wanted the community to take ownership and to feel like they were just a part in just a beautiful way um, these buildings we have such beautiful history in mineral wells but I think sometimes people are so busy in their lives that they don't take time to slow down so we felt like the mural project would allow people to when they see something they're going to slow down or they're going to turn around and they're going to come back and they're going to get out of their cars. It's going to entice them to pull over, roll down the window, get out of their car, start a conversation with their family or whoever was in the car or start a conversation on social media and start sharing and capturing moments that take your breath away because that's what makes the place special. And Mineral Wells is that place. We have a, this, this is, a home of so much beautiful, rich history and people that have worked together for years upon years and decades to um, create home. And we wanted that feeling of home and we wanted that feeling of just, again, creating those, captivating those special memories. What better way to do that than through art? And I was a fine arts teacher for 17 years um, and put together some uh, plays within our community. and Some at, great plays, let me put it that way. <laughs> I think I think if you ever saw Beauty and the Beast or any of the other great productions that Cody did, it was something that we haven't uh, had, I think, on that level uh, in a long time here in Mineral Wells. And it really uh, captured, you know, the talent that we have going on here. So I think this mural project is kind of an extension of that a little bit. I mean, just, you know, capturing the, the talents that we have, especially amongst our youth. Like you mentioned, mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that are, are just up and coming and you never know who's going to make it big and just be a real success story in a few years. I think there's there's several several dozen uh, uh, students and former students of mine that uh, went on to have you as a teacher at Travis and uh, are going on to even greater things here in the years to come as they become adults here in the community. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah and, and yes again it definitely was an extension of that. Um, as a teacher, I recognized, I mean, goodness, I taught eight, approximately 800 students a year. And um, within those 800 students, there we have so much talent 
residing right here in Mineral Wells. And I thought, you know, at that point, God, we got to quit driving to Fort Worth and Dallas to go to shows. And, and why are we doing that when we have the talent here? Let's, let's capture this talent and showcase it for the citizens and mineral wells. So I started that with the kids and then with this art, I mean, same thing. Why do we need to drive to Fort Worth and Dallas when we have these amazing artists here of all ages? Like right now, for instance, I have a 16 year old who is out, or not I, I apologize, no, not I, we. We have a 16 year old who's <laughs> out working on a mural and, um, she has whipped that sucker out. I mean, I'm, she's like got the whole side of the building um, all, halfway done. She has she has formed her little posse. She's got her um, group of young kids that are out there working with her, and they are so excited. When I pulled up yesterday to check on them, uh, they just had such energy, such again enthusiasm for this project they wanted to be a part they couldn't wait to bring their families they couldn't wait to bring their friends they were taking pictures and they were just painting away in the hot sun i mean it is hot outside and they were painting in the hot sun yesterday and um it's just so awesome to see that i have uh, another lady who's in her 80s 87 to be exact and she is working on a design for us my mom, who is a, who has been an artist in our community for years, uh, she, my, my mom and dad used to own Santa's Workshop in town, and they were huge, a huge, they have a huge piece of our history too here because everyone remembers Santa's Workshop. Definitely, they I remember do. The, my mom and dad's uh, yard scenes that they used to make, and and they mom mom donated those to the city. She donated hundreds, hundreds of pieces of her work to the city. So art has been a part of my history and my family and and now she she's 84 and she has she kind of lost that desire to paint because she feels again she's 84 but now that she's driving around looking at these murals she has since come to me I never went to her and asked her because I didn't I wanted to I, I, the purpose is for other people to want to get involved she came to me she said so how can I paint a mural? Can I, can I be a part of this too? Can I do something small? So how exciting was that to just see from my own mom, 84 years old, who's also, you know, cap, I, I guess, get it, wanting to be a part and, and, and getting energized and, and having that feeling of, wow, I can be a part of this too. I'm not too old to be a part of this. I'm not too young to be a part of this. Do you have to be skilled so. to be a part of it? Absolutely not. No. Um, we Again, filling in colors, I mean, prepping a building, no, just pick up a pressure washer and start pressure washing the building. Um, you don't have, the artist will help um, people. They will show you how, what, what you need to do. No, there's no talent necessary. So... Just so a will, just level. a willing. Good to yeah. know for you, Eric. There <laughs> yes. you go. So, <laughs> just a desire to want to be a part. That That's all we need. And I think that's one of the things, you know, going touching on something you said a little bit earlier, you know, the, the whole idea behind it is that you'll get the people who pass by and see this stuff daily to actually stop and have that conversation. And there are a lot of times in, in our daily life where we just get so caught up in the minutia and the day-to-day -day activities, we, we fail to recognize the majesty and the things around us. And, you know, I think out here, we brought Jacqueline Brooks into the church a week or two ago um, to take pictures. Mm -hmm. and she took just a bazillion pictures of the facility and put them out on Facebook, on her Facebook page. And there was one point we went to the sanctuary, because that's where everyone wants to go in our facilities, the sanctuary. And, um, you know, and just if you've never been there, some, some of the reactions I've seen are really breathtaking. They're just like, wow, you know, it's a 30-foot stained glass window. And you know, oh my gosh, look at that, da, 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 da. and they're going on and on. She had a really similar reaction, and she turned to me, like, just flabbergasted by how, you know, beautiful the space is, and I was just kind of like, uh, eh, it's another Tuesday, <laughs> because we're just so used to being surrounded by that, um, and I think it's a, an even bigger thing downtown, you know, we're surrounded by all this stuff, um, and we never realize what's really there, right? because right. we've seen it every day. I mean, uh, we have members in the church that always tell me, oh, I don't know why the hotels would come back. There's nothing to do in town. And, and I'm like, well, if you look and really look around, you'll see there's a lot of stuff. 
It's just we've become blind to it. There's right. definitely a lot of things I think we take for granted in mineral wells. I mean, I remember being in junior high or high school and being in another state and somebody mentioning the rock climbing in Mineral Wells State Park. And I remember thinking, rock climbing? And I just had something that had never crossed my mind. And now I, I grow, grow older and I learn that we are a destination for that particular activity and it, so it's it's sometimes you're you're too close to see things and and you know you can't see the forest for the trees so to speak and um, it's it's neat neat to have this revitalization happening because I find myself rediscovering places in town and uh, realizing you know we have really some unique buildings and architecture and um, you know highlighting those it's it's really neat as a lifelong resident to be almost like you're you're witnessing the rebirth of a, of a town and and it's it's exciting and um i could i could just go on all day about it but uh but it's <laughs> just an interesting thing to be have lived here my whole life and to rediscover those things so. right and and again going back to the reason for that campaign to start this art was when people get out they're gonna yes they're gonna look at the mural but more importantly they're going to see the rich history. They're going to see the fabric of these buildings that have been here for, you know, almost a, or, or over a hundred years and how beautiful these facades are. And, and yes, the, the murals are temporary. It's just a temporary fix until someone can come in and really renovate these historical buildings back to their original state. And, but for people to actually get out and, and, visitors tourists to come out and and us the people mm -hmm. the citizens local citizens to get out and experience it at a deeper level and this is allowing people to experience it at a deeper level um you know artists and photographers just have a beautiful way of looking at things and uh, going back to jb photography oh my goodness her eye for things um her pictures are, that she takes are lovely they're beautiful she sees things that it, it, you know we like you said we take for granted well, we, we don't stop and think about and, it and the one thing that really and, s struck me with her well a couple things the first is that you know she came up here and we had like a two two and a half hour window before i had to go to my next thing and so i'm like she's talking with me in the office and I was like, well, you need to go get your camera. Let's see, we need, we need to start get moving here. And, and she's like, no, I just take everything on my phone. And so I, I guess I don't know a whole lot about photography, but the fact that you can do that with just a phone, Hello. it just shocks Hi. me. <laughs> but then the other thing is, you know, so we're at the top. If you haven't, and I encourage you, if you haven't seen those pictures, you know, go online, go on Facebook. Uh, oh, they're amazing. They're, they're somewhere out there. I'll probably have our staff link to them in our, on the church's Facebook page. But... Um, or the podcast Facebook page for that matter too. But, um, you know, we're, we climbed to the top of our bell tower. Bell tower is 100 feet tall, and the landing is like, you know, 80-some feet in the air, and it's this terribly scary process you have there. And um, there's an old wooden platform at the very top of the bell tower. You don't stand on the wooden platform. You're standing on the stone bell tower, but the platform's to hold up the speakers for the bell tower. And we're getting ready to climb back down the ladder after taking a bunch of pictures up there, and she stops and she snaps what looks like the most ridiculous little picture. It's the side of the little wooden platform. And that platform's been up there since about the 50s or 60s. So it's a piece of junk and needs to be replaced. And it's like just weathered and cracking and not in great condition. And she snaps, snaps a little corner picture of it. And it's like, okay, I can go now. And we go down the stairs. And like, I didn't think anything about that picture until she posted it. And that's one of the best, in my opinion, one of the best pictures from the bell tower because she'd caught just with the way the light hit it, this rusty nail that was sticking out of the side of that old little platform. But the way it lined up with the rest of the bell tower, it just looked really, really sharp. And I was like, wow, you know, that's something, you know, not only have I not, have I walked by it a dozen times, but uh, it's something I never would have seen if it hadn't been for her intentional, essentially her intentional taking a picture, mm -hmm. her intentional art of it. Right, and that's, that's again, these local artists, that's what they're doing, is they're, they are, uh, when they design a mural for these spaces, there's so much thought that goes into it. Um, we give them a very basic, I mean, we're talking very basic 
idea. And, and, and honestly, the ideas that we give them are either from business owners, build, building owners, but majority of those ideas have come from the community. Like we, we've, you know, on the mural page suggestions that people have said. And so then we'll say, oh, we need wings. That's all we tell them, literally, we need wings. And then they come up with these masterpieces that not just, they don't just have wings, but they have their monarch wings and they, and they turn them into angelic monarch wings. And then on top of those wings is a crown that's made up of crystals. They, so they even went into the detail of our city and our history and did the crystal, a crystal crown above the monarch to where you're, when you're standing there between those wings, you have this crystal crown with the with letters MW, huge, so that you know you're in mineral wells with our mineral wells water. So they're touching on that history. And, and then they did the monarch wings because we're a migratory path for monarchs. And blue bonnets, because blue bonnets, we so many beautiful, again, pictures have been taken of our fields of blue bonnets here. So, so that mural there was just, to me, incredible what they came up with. Because I wouldn't, I just said, I just want wings. Yeah. The city wants wings. Community wants wings. So give us some wings. <laughs> and then they come back with this and you're, it's just amazing. I, just absolutely amazing. I, I feel the same way sometimes when we're planning worship. I'm like, we need a song here. And that's like my whole input. You know, a song. A song would be great. Some sort of song. Someone that does that, that makes music somehow. Can someone do that? And then, then I, that's and that's, I and that's what Adam does. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that particular mural, what's cool about that one is it, and they're all amazing, but this specific one has been shared on social media. I mean, I, I would say over 100,000 times. I wouldn't be surprised, it, yeah. And, and um, you know, people, of, again, of all ages, even a dog, they put a dog in front of the one of the wings with the little <laughs> with the little antennas above the dog and took a picture with the dog. That was the coolest thing to me. And little bitty ones, the other day I drove past um, and there were a group of about 30 people and they were doing a photo shoot. And um, the kids were touching the wall. So see, that's what it's all about. It's about, again, getting out, touching, seeing, because when you, you, now you're having all of these sensory, you're, 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 you're feeling it in a completely different way. And that all these people are taking this photo shoot and it's just amazing. And that, so they left this mural, they moved on to the next mural. And I hear them at one of the murals going at, at the, the, a good not loving trail mural with the horses that's beautiful mm -hmm. so i hear them at that one going giddy up giddy up giddy up and the little girl is beside the horse pretending to, to be ride. on the horse <laughs> i mean how cute is that so and, and not only with this is the other thing that's really cool about this is so these artists not only are they coming up with these beautiful designs but they're also coming up with great usage of the space to get people to want to come in. So this is an ongoing process. So, it, you know, the painting is just one piece of it and the designs are just one piece of it. But these artists are also, we're working together creating little pocket kind of parks. So they're working with local landscapers who are working together with us to create a little experience in that area. So, for instance, the Good Not Love and Troll Mural um, is going to have boulders that are going to be um, donated by a local landscape um, company and then they're going to come out and they're going to uh, Joelle Bolt is the artist of that mural and she has uh, she's working with them on coming up with the disappearing water feature so because she again what brought people here years ago was our water mm -hmm. and it wasn't drank by us it was it they the lynches gave it to their cattle because they didn't like this funky smell that it had. <laughs> so they wouldn't drink it. They were afraid to drink it. So, but then when their cattle, they saw that their cattle was thriving, they said, huh, well, maybe we, this would be okay. It'll be okay. So then they started drinking it and then it healed arthritis and all these things. And then the word got out and hundreds and hundreds of people came to Mineral Wells. And so that picture, you see the cowboy getting off of his horse, reaching into the water, 
the the horse drinking the water and the cowboy reaching to drink the water. So it really goes back to over a hundred years ago when that well before even before the well was built. So that's what's cool. So and and when she looked at when she designed that that mural, we didn't have anything that we wanted there. We just said we want Space Ram gone because we called it the Space Ram mural. Mm-hmm. And we want Space Ram mural gone. And so she stood across the street and she looked up over the skyline and she saw the mountain above. And then she saw like the edge of the mountain over here. I'm using hand signals in here, guys, like you can see me. But <laughs> so, but she, she sees It's intense, that, y'all. Yeah, Don't worry. It's intense. So she's, I'm very animated. It's that theater person in me. But anyway, so she sees the edge of this mountain and uh, she gets the sunrise. And, and then where the Baker Hotel is, and it's just seriously, she captured all this. She went way back in her mind in history and captured every amount of history. So if you stand at a specific place for this mural, you're going to see the top of the mountain that lines up with the corner of that building, and you're going to see the skyline. Same with the uh, Music is Soul mural yes, that yeah. is uh, that has the ba- baker in the background that is on the backside of the Jaeger building across from Hanchies. So um, she, if you stand in a specific place in that parking lot, you're going to look up and you can line up the mural with the Baker Bell Tower. And you can take your picture with the Baker Bell Tower in the background of it. So... Those are the little, small little pieces that these designers, that these artists are doing that we're not weird. We don't have any a part of that. They just see it <laughs> and they're creating something, a special moment that really captures everything about Mineral Wells, the spirit of Mineral Wells with every piece of history and every piece of the facades of these buildings, which is just amazing. Speaking of Mineral Wells in general, what is your favorite sp- spot in town what's your favorite place in town oh goodness that's a hard one (laughs) it is a hard one i mean here lately it's just been walking down the streets and just soaking it all in but i will tell you that i do love okay so i've been on top of the crazy water crazy water hotel and the baker hotel and they're, they're fabulous views but i do have to say that right now i think my favorite spot is on top of the crazy water uh uh, outside pavilion mm-hmm. because you feel it's a bird's eye view of um, everything that's currently happening in the city. So I think right now that's my favorite place. Um, of course, you know, I have many favorite places through the years. Southwest 4th Avenue where my uh, best friend and I's initials are in the concrete <laughs> of one of the sidewalks. I take my children there often, and uh, (laughs) so that brings back a huge piece of my childhood with me, and so that's one of my other favorite places. We won't won't tell the roads department. (laughs) So many beautiful places in Mineral Wells. (laughs) Well, a little bit easier. What's your favorite uh, crazy water number? Number two, because number four, whew. I don't know. I don't, I don't know about number four. Number two. Yeah. Number two. Smooth. Number two. Yeah. That's a pretty, that's pretty <laughs> good choice. I, when I'm feeling extra healthy, I go for number three, but I never yeah. really mess with number four too much. Myself, I have to so. tell you something funny about number four. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, uh, with this new position that I'm in, of, of course I have I play I have many hats. So one of my hats is at the market at seven six zero six seven and helping them there. So um, a couple uh, a couple months back, uh, might have been in. January or February, and we had a tour bus come in with Mm -hmm. all these ladies from um, Dallas. So um, I think there were uh, over 50 people in this tour bus that came through. And they all came in and they all wanted number four. They've never drank crazy water, and they all wanted number four. Give me the hard and stuff. And let me just tell you, where are they traveling back to? They're traveling back to the Metroplex, yeah. and all after drinking not just a small 12-ounce, but a, a liter. I think, I think Raymond four. Greenwood told us a similar story about the number four, somebody coming in and trying it. So, uh, yeah, I can only imagine how that ended uh, up. So. I don't, I'm, yeah, no. <laughs> I, you know they're in a bus. That's a good yeah, thing. Good. Um, <laughs> on, on that note, what what else is happening downtown that you can t- share with us? 
What else is, oh my goodness, there's so much happening downtown. Well, well you mentioned the, the I'll kind of steer this a little bit. You mentioned the Crazy Water uh, Hotel, and can you give us any sort of insight or update on what's going Absolutely. on with that? Absolutely, yeah. So the Crazy Water um, Hotel, of course, it's the Crazy Water Public Benefit Corporation. Mm -hmm. So, and the purpose of that was to, um, again, uh, bring the community together. And because we were waiting on the Baker Hotel, and... Uh, that was kind of a, a long shot at that point in time because of uh, the renovation that was necessary for that building and, and the amount of money that it would take to restore that building. So, um, you know, the Crazy Water Hotel seemed the right place to be because it needed um, less work. It was less money to be able to put it together. Gotcha. And um, the history of that building, again, um, it was it was built before the, the Baker Hotel was built. And not only that, when the building burnt, the community, years, years, years ago, uh, the community came back together. A group of citizens came together, friends, they came together to rebuild. And so they kind of went back to that route and they wanted to rebuild the city like they did years ago before it was the tourism capital of the world and mineral wells was the, the tourism capital of the world so um you know we can't have the baker hotel if we don't have a thriving downtown and we have to have something else to be able to be downtown and we're missing downtown apart we're, we're missing a uh, downtown living so we need to have a place that provides livability for the citizens and so the what better place to start than the crazy water hotel so um the crazy water will house not only um apartments but it will also house some hotels until the baker is restored and then depending on if it uh, there is a need or not if there's no longer a need for the hotel spaces then they will turn them into a part downtown apartment living um and those it, it took those 10 initial investors those 10 couples that got together and and did their initial investment to start this and then now they've um, reached out to 150 more investors for a smaller amounts to make it feasible for them to do that so that the community feels like they have a buy-in and then they can then in turn have an investment opportunity that they may be able to later on you know utilize as a retirement opportunity so um my husband and i we're investors and and we it's it's a long-term investment it's mm -hmm. not a short-term investment it's definitely one of those that we we knew when going into it that it was a retirement thing but but more than more importantly than that we knew that um our city needed to have community buy-in and we needed to have people that were vested and that were wanting to see this growth as a whole not just a few people but now we have right now we have 75 investors That's we exciting. just oh my gosh it's amazing because they didn't open it up until the uh, uh for first week in june they um, opened it up to for the next the second tier of investors, and so again, 75 investors is what we have, and um, we're looking for 75 more, which I feel like we will have. I mean, it was what that's been six weeks since we opened that up, and I can't even imagine. We're, we're definitely going to have more, and we we would like to see that we have all 150 vested parties. And um, the great thing about the crazy is. Um, they're gonna, it's going to offer two event spaces, uh, the pavilion that will be able to hold, I think it's 375 people with tables and chairs. I, I want to say it was over 600 for without tables and chairs. What an awesome space, right? And then, um, so that's the lower level. There'll be two event spaces upstairs. There'll be the outdoor event space, again, that will house over 200 people. The um, indoor ballroom will house over 300 people. Um, it will be, you know, again, it's trying to take back that tourism capital. May, uh, our goal is that, you know, Mineral Wells, this area, not just with the Crazy Water Hotel, but this area will become that wedding capital of our, you know, Texas again. And and we have, because we do have such beautiful history and beautiful places that you can have, have the, make those memories. And um, so, the the spaces what's really neat about them so the second floor is the hotel spaces and they're going to be suites so uh, the hotel will have over uh, approximately 88 living 
places. Wow. Different wow. spaces. Um, the second floor will be those suites. The third floor will be more of the smaller uh, rooms. And then the upper floors will be um, kind of built to suit, which is kind of <laughs> and, I mean, who doesn't want to live there? And then you, the other thing that we're working on with, uh, well, the city's been working on it for, oh, I, I've, of course, I'm new to this. So mm-hmm. um, I, didn't, I didn't know a lot of these things were in place because, you know, as a school teacher, you get wrapped up in your that world. But um, there, for over five years, the city has been working on a plan to for the downtown development that incorporates um, some downtown urban parks. And so uh, they worked with a company, uh, Stantec uh, Engineering, and they, Stantec, when they came in, they told them, Years ago, dream big, you know, just dream big. What would you like to see? What would you? And so based on the citizens saying what they would like to see, Stantec took it back and they they, they did, and Eric, you can help me out with this because yeah. you know a little bit more, but they did um, a survey kind of of the area, took pictures of the area, and you went, they went back with their engineering team and they came up with a schematic that works best for our downtown district and mm-hmm. not just the downtown district. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, the downtown district, the whole. Yeah, it's a, a primary focus. You know, 15, is, 20 year plans. So. Yeah, it's it's a long range plan for an urban park downtown. And it takes it takes into consideration, you know, some of the things that have happened, some of the work that's come before, you know, some of the uh, desires some business owners have had downtown. Uh, there was a, a group from University of Texas Arlington that did a study several years ago. They took that in consideration. Um, and they put all that together with their engineers and they created several renderings of what downtown could look like if we developed this urban park. Um, I've seen them floating around on Facebook, but you know, if you haven't looked at those, that's a, those would be a great thing to look at. But um, it, it gives you an idea of what could be there. Um, and we, we've done this at a couple churches I've been at, big, big construction projects like this. The one thing that we'd always tell people, especially at the last church I served at, you know, this document's a living document. And, you know, it got to the point at my last church where I'd say that when we were planning these things out and the staff would, when I left the room, the staff would all mock me behind this, <laughs> hold up like the bulletin from Sunday, say, look, this is a living document. <laughs> hold up, hold up some finance reports. This is another living document. You know, but there's a reality to that, that, you know, it, it's fluid, it changes, um, but it, it helps us to focus and see that this is what could be downtown. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not 100% the way it's laid out there, but it gives us a, a horizon to march towards. Absolutely. And, oh, and the plan is amazing. And mm-hmm. when you stand on, on top of the baker or you stand on top of the crazy, you see that plan in its entirety and how it flows out and how just fluid it looks and how beautiful it could be. And um, again, like you said, it, it's, it's going to be changing throughout the course, I'm sure. But um, it, it just... Yeah, it's a perfect roadmap, and it's beautiful, and it will allow a, pe- a place for the community to be able to gather downtown um, in a safe, well-lit way that has open, clear pathways for parents with their children. Um, you know, a family can come to Mineral. So here, so this was is the question that gets asked a lot. Okay, with these hotels being built. Well, people are going to come, but what's going to make them want to stay? What's going to make them want to come back? Not just stay, but what's going to make them go and tell other people and come back? And so this this urban planning in this park is going to allow people to have a when they see this, it's going to be beautiful, and they're going to want to bring their families back. They're going to have an experience there to where it's going to flow into these downtown merchants, and then it's going to provide those merchants opportunities that they wouldn't have otherwise. And, you know, just a great, great way for, um, again, the growth for the city and, it, it, and, and to bring back our tourism. And I think there needs to be that central gathering spot. You, you, that's the one thing I've always felt, you know, looking at our community. And, you know, I'm still fairly new um, to the area. But a lot of towns, especially towns that redeveloped, have that central spot. You look at Granbury on the square, mm-hmm. and they have that courthouse, you know, right there and everything around it. And that's, that's kind of the focal point of the community. 
and or you look at um, you know some of the other things like Sundance Square downtown Fort Worth. I know it's a much bigger town, but it has a lot of similar issues. You know, mm-hmm. 20 years ago, with you know downtown with the ghost zone, the buildings are all terrible. If they weren't being used for offices, you know, there's nothing for anyone to do, and they lack that focus, that that central point for everyone to gather. And then they they did that on the square in, in Sundance Square downtown Fort Worth. They made that. And, you know, it's, it's really, if you've never been down there, it's a really slick concept, you know. Um, you have this grand open space with this really architectural kind of canopy over it, and it, it can be utilized for so many different things. But the biggest thing is it, it gives the community a focus, a center, to build itself around. And, you know, for a long time, the baker was that for us, mm-hmm. but that doesn't do any good because it was, you know, boarded up and you couldn't go in it, is it looked run down, um, you know. And so having that focus, that center for the community, I think is just so vital. Absolutely. Yeah. And we have and we have to move forward on that and make make sure that that happens so that we're able to um uh you know, capitalize on this the tourism aspect of it and not just the tourism aspect of it but but the community the citizens to um again same being a teacher and uh having taught so many kids i know that they're going to be so excited to just be able to have a place to go with their with their families and and you know the memories that will be made at that park. I remember the amazing memories that were made out at the city park, and you know even when we used to have the Crazy Water Festival down there. But what a great place this would be in central downtown to be able to again create those kind of memories for our, yeah. for our future. Definitely. So, Definitely. so following along with that, uh, just just want to wrap a few things up real quick. Um, Tell me, uh, this is a question we ask everyone, tell me, what is your favorite kind of car? If you could have any car ever. If well, I could have any car ever. I would and I would want a cherry red convertible Mustang, 19, what is it, what's the first year, is it 1965? Uh, you're the car guy. Let me say, is it, uh, I think it's 65, 64. 64, I yep, think. Is that's what I would want. Yeah. 64 yep. is the first year. Wide Someone and is going to comment. Top. Yeah. yeah, can't y'all see me in that? that, that I mean, I, with my energy level, I think it's going to spin me, wouldn't it? Yeah, you know, just putting a bug out there, Randy, if you're looking for a good Christmas bonus. You know. <laughs> oh, yeah, Randy. There you go. There you go. Just subtle hint. Um, no, no. Yeah, it's always interesting. That's that's completely different than say uh, the last one we heard. Yeah, we, we had a few different comments on that one. So, um, and it's funny because I did at one time. Uh, my husband and I had a cherry red Mustang. It wasn't a convertible, but um, he traded it for a truck or something. And then we had kids, uh, or we had Melody, our my, our oldest daughter, who's now twenty. Um, and I was in college in my last year. And of course, we needed money, and so we sold that Mustang. <laughs> and everybody's like, "What?" We're all and shaking so, our heads. I right know. Here. So huh. now I'm here in tears, wishing we wouldn't have done that. I mean, seriously. <laughs> Those things happen. Those things happen. Um, what is? Uh, what's your favorite art form? I guess your favorite art expression, your favorite art thing to do. I'm not a really artsy, touchy feely person. Yeah, well, my favorite is is uh, singing, and and that's that's my instrument. So when I was three years old, I started singing, um, just everywhere, and then in church, and uh, just kind of developed a huge love for that. And uh, my dad and my mom used to, when they discovered this talent that I had, dad bought me a uh, old. Uh, tape player that you know you'd press for press the button record and and you I probably have at least 300 old tapes of me <laughs> singing making up songs and whatever and so dad used to take me to literally every stage in the state of Texas I've I've probably sang on every stage in the state of Texas and I've sang on the uh, top of the New York uh, of the World Trade Center before it was attacked oh, wow. two years before um, on the 107th floor 
And I was Christine in the Phantom of the Opera, and I traveled all over the state of North Carolina. So uh, music is definitely my favorite art form, but singing, for sure. We have our own homegrown Taylor Swift. We do, we do. (laughs) Hey, and I do want to, that is another cool thing. So with the murals, Shane McAnally, local uh, singer-songwriter, most famous country music songwriter in the hey, world you, right now. You might know him from NBC Songland. Yeah. He's on there right now. Mm-hmm. So he has written a song for us, for our home, that um, is actually going to be painted on that mural that's on the Jaeger building, the, the Music is Life, um, Water is Soul. Uh, so it's uh, going to be painted on that. It's going to actually have uh, the score, the staff, it'll be the music notes on the staff and the words underneath it. And then uh, that artist is also painting a piano down low. And we're going to put a stool there to where people can sit on the stool. We'll have the words to the song on the piano to where uh, people can pretend to play. But they can also stand across the street with their guitar or, you know, fourth, fifth, and sixth graders with their recorders. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh. And, right? Oh. I know. Oh. So, <laughs> and they can, um, they can play the, the song. And they actually have that element of it. So, That's great. That's great. Isn't that cool? Talk about being interactive. That takes it to a whole new level, right? It sure there. does. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it sure does. Well, one wrap-up question, real quick, Cody. Um, we ask everyone this to close out their interviews. iPhone or Android? Which are you? iPhone. iPhone. I just there's not one. Another on one on my team, right there, Mr. Eric. So. You know. <laughs> you know how many people stop me after church Sunday and they're shaking my hand. They're like, "Well, if you had an iPhone, Pastor." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I could share this with you, but could, you yeah. don't. Yeah. <laughs> that is my life right there. I love my little Android phone. I know my husband phone. has his Android too, and I'm like, really, I don't even know how to work that. Yeah. What do I do? <laughs> well, good deal. Well, it was great talking to you today, Cody, and we're excited about all the things happening downtown and things coming up. And thank you for for giving us some information about the Crazy Water and some of the murals and what's going on with those projects. And uh, we look forward to hopefully talking to you again down the road when mm-hmm. some of those projects are even further along. And uh, getting your take on what's coming up next in Mineral Wells. Oh, because there will be a lot, I promise you. <laughs> All right. Thank well, you for having me. I you're very welcome. It. On that note, we'll uh, wrap things up, and we'll uh, see you next time on the podcast. All right. Y'all take care out there.